This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, February 27, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. What impact is the war in Afghanistan having on the integrity of NATO? And if the war is winnable, how long will U.S. troops have to stay to help rebuild Afghan institutions? I spoke with Saeed Jawad, Afghanistan's ambassador to the United States. He visited the Cato Institute yesterday. There's been some debate here in Washington that rebuilding Afghanistan is testing the international community, especially NATO. The U.S., Canada, Britain, the Netherlands feel that they're shouldering too much of the burden while other countries have been reluctant to take on difficult combat missions, um, especially placing troops in southern Afghanistan. How has your government been dealing with that debate? Uh, fortunately, the consensus of the international community on the <clears throat> need to help Afghanistan is strong. Uh, we do have some shortcoming on the part of the, some of the players, uh, but uh, we are certain that um, stability in Afghanistan will benefit the region, will benefit Europe, will benefit the United States. And we know for a fact that lack of a proper government in Afghanistan and instability and terrorism in Afghanistan will have far-reaching effects, not only to Pakistan or London or Madrid, but also to New York City and uh, Washington. The first time that Article 5 of the NATO Charter was ever used was in response to September 11, 2001. Clearly, NATO is not designed to deal with a threat like al-Qaeda. Definitely, this is a very good point that you are making. Uh, NATO was a Cold War institution to prevent uh, Soviet tanks from rolling into Eastern Europe. But today, the threat is from terrorism. That threat is to European, to Americans, to the free worlds, to everyone. Uh, not to an Afghan citizen as much as to a French or an American. And in order for NATO to have a viable role in the European security and global security and world security, they have to be able to fight terrorism effectively. We are all paying a very high price for uh, terrorism. And, and, and some of the problem that NATO is facing is sort of independent from Afghanistan. They have to change this institution. The uh, tribal areas along the Pakistan-Afghan border have been a serious source of regional instability. What has your government been doing, coordinating with the Pakistani government to try to stabilize the area? We are using different uh, mechanisms, including a trilateral mechanism that include the United States, Pakistan, and the Afghan government at different levels, from military to intelligence to the national security. We are working with also the people of Pakistan through Jirga mechanism, which is a traditional councils of people from both sides of the border. Um, we think that terrorism is a source of serious threat for Pakistan, Afghanistan, and the region. And uh, we are demanding that Pakistan will fight this threat with us in a more sincere way. What about tribal militancy? Uh, uh, <clears throat> a lot of the ordinary citizens in Afghanistan and Pakistan know what it means to have a regime like Taliban in power. They're not a mystery. They, they, they brutalize women, they close down schools, they, they push the country into isolation. There is no sympathy for the cause of Taliban or extremism. But there is institutional support for extremism in Pakistan. The tri most of the tribes in Pakistan uh, have no interest whatsoever to have a regime like Taliban being reinstated in Pakistan. But those small minorities 
who are creating all the trouble for Pakistan, Afghanistan, are very well organized. Uh, and, and they have been provided a large area, a large room to operate for way too long. Now, more than six years later, is the U.S. presence in Afghanistan welcome? Certainly. Uh, certainly, there are some frustration because the life of the people has not improved as much as they expected. Uh, but the United States uh, engagement were, was demanded by the Afghan people since the 1970s. Since the Soviets came, you came to, to assist Afghan people. You assist us to get rid of the, of the Soviets. Uh, our complaint was that you didn't stay there after the Soviets were gone. And, 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 and the vacuum that was created, the extremists, the Taliban, the terrorists moved in. Uh, we know that we live in a difficult neighborhood. We don't have a strong army. We don't wear police is still very young. Our government is still weak as far as providing services. We will not be able to build this country without your assistance. And that's, that's what every Afghan knows. Afghans are very pragmatic. They know that there's no way to build this country without the support and the friendship of the United States. On the presumption that the war in Afghanistan is one that can be winnable in some objective sense, how long should U.S. troops remain there following that end? We appreciate very much every U.S. soldier fighting in Afghanistan. They're fighting for freedom in Afghanistan, in the world, in the United States. Their life is very precious. We would like them to go to their home, to stay there, to spend their time with their family here. And how soon they can do this, it depends on how fast the United States help us build our own institutions. The job of defending Afghanistan is, is, is the duty of the Afghan people. There is no shortage of, of courage or commitment. Help us build the institutions, build our national army, police force, and enhance the capacity of the government to deliver services. Then there will be no need for your soldiers to be here. We will ask them to go back to their homes with great gratitude for their sacrifices, for their fights in Afghanistan. But uh, we hope that not only uh, we will, uh, our army will be able to keep Afghanistan safe, but will be your partners on that difficult part of the world for a long time. Do you have any sense of how long that would take? It depends on how much we invest. If we invest more, you build this institution much faster. And also it depends on how quickly we are removing the regional threats. The threat to Afghanistan is coming from the region, from the neighboring countries where the terrorist operates. So if you remove that threat and then build the national army and the police force of Afghanistan, uh, depending on how much investment is being made to, to, to create this capacity, uh, then there will be no need for, for your uh, boys and girls to die in Afghanistan. Do you think that the war in Afghanistan is a forgotten war after the events in Iraq? Iraq have absorbed a lot of attention and resources, certainly, uh, and also in the mind of um, less informed people in Europe and other, in the United States and other places. It created a parallel that, that they thought Afghanistan is a smaller Iraq, a less intense Iraq, and this is not the case. Afghanistan is not Iraq. Afghanistan has its own challenges and accomplishments. Uh, but um, uh, people m do make a distinctions uh, between Afghanistan and Iraq. Afghan people are willing to partner with the international community. The international community is very united on the need to help Afghanistan. Saeed Jawad is Afghanistan's ambassador to the United States. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can read more on NATO's fate after September 11th in a new policy analysis, Cracks in the Foundation. It's available for download at Cato.org.